Welcome to Her Money's Worth, a community and podcast focused on helping you to sort out your money, navigate the world of investing and build long-term wealth. You're joined by your host, Olivia, and each week we deepen our knowledge about all things finance and ensure we're getting our money's worth from every hard-earned dollar. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be focusing on a concept that I personally live by and 100% credit to most, if not all of my success in being able to reach different financial goals throughout my life. So if you have some financial goals, whether it be saving up for that next holiday, whether it be saving for a car, or wanting to invest regularly or to buy a house or a property at some point, you should listen to this episode because the idea that we're going to be talking about is something that sounds a little bit controversial and has a little bit of controversy around it, but it is the idea of paying yourself first. And if you haven't heard about this before, that's okay because I'm going to be deep diving into it, explaining a little bit of how I think it's become popular within the personal finance world and really why it's super, super helpful. And I'm also going to be explaining to you how you can set it up within your budget, regardless of your income, regardless of your goals. And even if you don't have any budgeting system in place, that doesn't matter because you can still include it in how you manage your money. There is going to be no spreadsheets required. I don't like a spreadsheet. I've thought about creating one to help people and like, why would I do that? Because I don't use them. That's not how I think that money is managed well. And I don't think it's um, sustainable in any way, but that was just a side note. So there's nothing like that. And it's sort of one of these things that once you actually do it and set it up and get into the habit of it, it really can be automated well, which is something I love about any strategy or anything to do with money or budgeting. And um, it's something that you can review every maybe six to 12 months, or even if it's just like, you can actually review it every couple of years if it's you know something that you're doing that is really aligned with your long, long-term goals. So that will make more sense when we get into it. But like I was saying before, and I really wanna emphasize this, This is the number one thing that you can do to move towards more success when it comes to achieving financial goals. And I promise you this, they're, of course, like increasing your income, of course, budgeting, of course, spending less, of course, earning, of course, all those things are going to help you. But when I look at how other people are managing their money and their finances, I think it is the number one thing that lets them down or it is the number one thing that means that they're not achieving their goals, or it's the number one thing that is sort of leading to some bad spending habits as well. Um, If they don't do this and if they don't have the system in place. And I think you might be thinking like, whoa, this is weird. Like, what do you mean? I've never even heard of this concept, but when I talk about it and when I actually explain how simple it is and what it means, it will make sense why this is something that if you're not doing this, then you're probably not maximizing what could be maximizing with your money. So let's talk about what this concept actually looks like. And don't worry as well if you're thinking like, pay yourself first, like what about housing and bills and all that? Like, isn't that more important? Like we're gonna talk about what this exactly means. And yes, that is important, but you also need to note that paying yourself and putting towards money that is gonna be invested and saved and for future you is still very, very, very important. So 
when it comes to paying yourself first and when you when I'm going to talk about here and when you might see it talked about in other places it can kind of be looked at in one of two ways and this is both as a mindset so the way you deal with your money it's a mindset and it can also be looked at as like a budgeting strategy or tool and I like to think about it as both but put simply paying yourself first is just the idea and action of putting aside money that is going to be for you in some way before you pay your bills and just live your life freely. And like I said before, of course, we're going to pay our bills and I'm going to explain to you the work that you need to do to set this concept up so everything does get paid. You are, of course, going to be enjoying your life, but you want to be saving the absolute maximum you can or investing it or putting it into whatever you know your future life looks like and that's what this concept is essentially all about and when i'm saying putting aside money for you or using for your life or your life it's not necessarily oh, i'm going to put away 500 every week because i want to go shopping at dish it's not about that it is much more about how is that money going to be i guess there for you to grow your life to create wealth to find freedom, to give you choices, to grow for you. That is what we are looking to do with this money. And if you're thinking like, well, I'm not doing that with any of my money. Like I'm just, you know, getting paid and paying bills and paying life. That's okay too. So when we are thinking about this concept, you might be thinking, well, do I have some room in my budget to actually put this in place? You know, even if it's 50 or a hundred dollars every time you get paid, little bits can seem small, but they can go unnoticed when they're coming out and they can lead to really big results and compound over time. So even if you're not doing that with any of your money at the moment, still have a think about how this concept could play into your budget. And if you're doing it with some, this is really about maximizing that. So if you're saving $200 a fortnight, like amazing, or if you're investing that or putting that extra in your offset or towards your mortgage, or even just putting it in a bank account being like, yep, it's for tomorrow. Like that's awesome. But this concept is about doing the maximum you can actually do while still living your life. So one of the first places I came across this idea and sort of like I think the origins of where it became quite popular was when I was first reading the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, which is a while ago now. And if you've read this, you'd know and you'd probably like this type of thinking if you check the book out, if you are enjoying what I'm talking about so far. And I'm unsure if he really invented this concept, but he absolutely helped in getting the idea to be really widespread and really talked about. And it definitely sort of, I guess it put a label on what I was already trying to do. And it really helped me sort of flip the narrative for me on what's important and how I can really maximize my money to get the most out of it instead of just being like, well, yeah, I'll just save what's left over afterwards. It's like, no, 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 work out how much you can actually do and then live your life and the concept can be a bit controversial like i was saying before because people just think well what do not pay bills then and in rich dad poor dad it's been a while since i've read it and i was actually thinking about putting it into the book club this year so if you don't know on instagram um her money's worth community i run a book club so it's just at her money's worth if you want to check it out i'll put in the show notes um and we do a book every two months like a financial literacy book um, that's pretty I try and make it like an engaging book and definitely like beginner friendly and Rich Dad Poor Dad is definitely one of those books um it's one of those ones that you read and you're like okay this is this is how the world works and this is how people with money make more money and it can really be I definitely know for a lot of people they say that that's 
that's the book that really changed everything for them. So anyway, back to it. Um, It is quite aggressive in terms of the way it comes across with this concept. And that is good for changing people's mindsets, but it doesn't really take into account with, you know, softness or compassion, people's understandable concerns with this concept kind of just leads with, well, this is what you've got to do and you've got to be ruthless about it. Um, But yeah, it doesn't, from my memory, explain the background work required to live this concept out and what a normal income, what I'm saying is normal, obviously, um, I guess in Australia, I'm probably thinking under 100K um, and how you you can definitely live out this concept with a normal income and make it really work for you and use this concept to help grow your wealth and get much more out of your money than you would if you were doing something else. So I'm going to talk about that today. Um, But first, I also want to talk a little bit about why we should actually do this, because I think people think like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, save it after I've paid everything. And it's but there is a reason we do it. And one of the main reasons that we actually need to do it is because we are human. We are fallible and we make mistakes and if we have money in front of us lots of us tend to spend it just a quick note before we get back into the show i am so excited about how this podcast is growing and to those of you who've reached out to tell me you've started to sort out your money begin building long-term wealth and started investing if you want to help someone else to do the same please know that if you take a moment to follow this show and review it wherever you listen, it'll greatly help the podcast to grow. Thank you so much. And let's get back into the show. So let's talk about why we should bother doing this, shall we? In short, we are humans. So if we have money in front of us, most of us, unless you have amazing willpower or you're someone that's just not a spender, which probably comes from your money story growing up, a lot of people just operate by getting paid, paying bills, buying the things they need to live, and then at the end of the fortnight saying, I've got $200 left that I haven't spent, amazing, I will save that. And there is nothing wrong with that. That is responsible. It sounds like you're doing a good job, especially if there's no debt, and that's amazing that there's money left over at the end of the day. But what we're doing on this podcast in this community is we're talking about how we can get the most out of what we are doing. So paying yourself first completely flips that on the on its head and makes this the order. Get paid, know that you should be able to save $400 a fortnight, whatever saving looks like to you, I'm just gonna say saving, saving that into a separate bank account. And then after that's done, then you pay the bills, then you buy the things you need to live your life, like groceries, petrol, a movie ticket, a new top, yeah? When you try to live the first way, there is a much slimmer chance that you actually save or invest or put onto your mortgage or whatever it is that you actually could be doing for future you. So there is less chance that you're going to do it because what happens is we we spend as we go. So we go, oh yeah, I can go to the movies. Oh yeah, I need to go and grab some more things from the groceries. Oh yeah, the kids need, you know, a new shoe, shoe, shoe. I don't know why they need one shoe. The kids need new shoes or, oh, you know, um, I've got to buy something for work. And there's what you do is basically you just spend until you're empty because that's the money that's there. It's not organised. It's not divided. It's not visually going towards something. And this is why systems such as what the Barefoot Investor was talking about in his book in terms of the bucketing system and those sinking funds, which I also um, have done an episode on, was so wildly successful 
because the other thing about humans is we do enjoy organization. I know a lot of people are like, oh, they just scattered or they live life freely, whatever. We actually do enjoy organization. We do enjoy visuals. And if things are sorted and done for us, that's one less thing in our mind that we actually have to worry about. And I think a lot of people would enjoy that. And if they aren't and we're just living on the fly, instead of planning and when it comes to that money, we will just overspend. So if I have sold you on this and you think that this sounds pretty good and maybe this is something you can give a go with your budget, whatever it looks like at the moment, or with your money, whatever it looks like at the moment, here is exactly what you need to do. I'm going to step you through it step by step. Firstly, you need to be pinpointing your goals if you can. So if you need help on this, head back to an episode I did at the start of the year titled Reaching Your Money Goals in 2023. It's a really good episode where I just talk you through what to think about, thinking about, you know, the year you've got coming up in front of you and then what you'll be able to afford based on how you're going to be working. But if you can't be bothered doing that, that's okay. Just spend a bit of time having a think about what you want to achieve. So you might, for example, say, okay, I'm going to save $200 a fortnight or invest $50 a week or save 40% of my income towards a house deposit because I'm going to kill it this year. Or it might be a combination of a couple of goals. Whatever it is, just maybe get clear on them, write them down in a book or put them on a post-it note or your background of your phone. And I would also just encourage you to maybe stick to like one to three goals at most. You might already know this. You might not even need to think about your goals. You might already be tracking along. You just want to change the way that you're doing it. Once you've got your goals, let's say your payday is Wednesday. On Thursday, what you will then be doing is, if you can, set up automatic transfers or reminders in your calendars to take action on these goals before anything else. So before your mortgage repayment comes out, before your housing bills come out, before everything, before you go to the grocery shop, you need to, as soon as that money's going to hit your account, we want these things happening because we're paying ourselves first. Remember, we are not doing anything before we have paid into our goals that we've just decided upon. We already know about them, whichever one it was. So you can either be really hands-on with this. And I know some people like to be more hands-on and sometimes I do too. Um, and if you want to be hands-on, create a reminder in your diary or your phone or have a little like payday checklist and, you know, it might be transfer $200 to house saving, transfer $300 to investment account or, you know, whatever it is. Or alternatively, you can do what is my, even though I like to be hands on with my money, I also like to know that it's like ticking along in the background. So you can then set up automatic transfers for that within your bank accounts, or you can set up automatic investing, which I'm also a huge fan of. And I use a broker that does that because I do not want to do that every fortnight. So have a think which might suit you. If you're someone that thinks they're going to fall off the bandwagon with this, you need to set up automatic transfers because once you set up automatic transfers and you actually work out how to do that in your banking app, you won't go back and undo it because it's too hard. <laughs> it's it's actually like once you've done it once, you forget then how to do it and it's too hard to go back and be like, oh, cancel. So you'll just the money will just come out and it will just go into that account. The additional thing that I need to mention here is that you also do need to be across, if you aren't already, how much your life is costing you to live. So if you haven't done that, you probably want to do a little bit of a take of like, what is coming in and what is going out. So for most people, you know, like what's going in, it's quite easy unless you've got sort of sporadic income. Um, might be a little bit harder for you to have a think about. Again, I'm going to do a little bit of an episode on that soon. Um, but if you can just work out like, okay, um, I know $5,000 is coming in every month and I know I probably need 2,500 to go out at a minimum. That means I've got 2,500 to play with. How am I going to automate that to pay myself first? 
that's just an example budget that's obviously like sounding very very generous in terms of what you can afford and not everyone will or you could be a couple so you could be a couple making eight thousand dollars per month you might have six thousand dollars worth outgoing you've got two thousand dollars to play with to pay yourself first with so i hope that makes sense but if you've never done this before the way that i like to do this because i like i said before i'm not a spreadsheet girly i'm not a corporate girl i've never done excel i just it's always been very very simple with the math side of finance for me so if it is for you you're you're in safe hands um but the way that i like to do things is just super simple so i'd get up a sheet of paper or you could do a spreadsheet if you like and note down my annual expenses, then divide it by 12, then by two again if I get paid fortnightly, and then I know what I need to cover my life. So you can go back over the last 12 months or even just the last three months and then just like times it. So whatever you want, but I'd go through what's my housing costing, electricity, water, gas, internet, car, child fees if you've got children, um, healthcare, all your insurances, you know, getting a really good scope and then just overestimating things like petrol groceries what you're spending on and then having a real good look and if you've never done this before this could be a really good exercise for you in sense of just getting an idea of what's going in and out because you might start going through and being like oh where's all this extra money going you know am I spending am I overindulging on things that perhaps aren't bringing me joy and value it's not that you have to cut everything out that's never what I'm going to talk about here it's not that if you love going you know for brunch every Saturday that you have to stop that it's just well am I going for brunch Saturday, Sunday, every week, and I don't really like it much. Maybe. So you could maybe think about where you could cut back in a few places as well. So something you also might be wondering when it comes to paying yourself first is like, sure, this is really great, Olivia, but it's 2023 and everything's tight and where am I going to be getting this money from? But my response to this is the idea of paying yourself first is actually 10 times more important during times where our money might be a little bit more stretched. And I recently talked about this on an episode I did a while back now called How to Survive 2023. And I said three things you need to do to survive 2023 if things are a bit tight on money. And I briefly touched upon the idea of paying yourself first in that episode um, because in tough times, tracking your goals and making sure that they are a priority and in progress even when times are a little tight is key. And the reason why this is especially you know, important during these tough times is because if you don't pay into your savings or your investments first and things are a little tighter, there is a strong chance, if not guaranteed, you're going to get to the end of the month or the end of the week and have nothing or very much under what you would like to have. However, if you do it first, you can then very clearly see what you've got left, live your life, and then that is it. If you need to wait a week before you're going out and having any luxuries, so be it potentially. It depends how much you want to achieve those goals and it obviously depends on so many factors like income and responsibilities dependence all of that sort of stuff no one is going to be no one is running the same race no one is in the same situation however if you were someone that prior to 2023 was saving investing saving the house deposit things have moved sure you might have to do a little bit less but you should still be able to keep it tracking to an extent so don't use what's happening in this year, although serious and although having a great impact on lots of people, don't use it as a full excuse to not do anything and to not move the needle forward on any of your goals. Make sure you're having a taking the time to actually look at well, what is my situation? What can I still do? You know, if instead of pulling back on your goals, is there actually somewhere else you can be like, well, actually, I'm going to start changing this instead. I'm going to start not having this instead because my goals are important to me. So 
Now I will say that it doesn't mean you're not going to have to reduce what you're putting towards it. It doesn't mean if you were saving hundred dollars a week before you might now need to do 70, but keeping up with the habit and being consistent is really important. So if you've been doing a great job before, don't go, oh, well, that's it. No more saving, no more goals, no more investing. Just reduce it a little bit and see how you go and decrease a bit. How are you going? Review it. Maybe you can go up again. Maybe you get a you know pay increase or you start a little side hustle. You can go up again. Okay. Just try not to give up completely. Try to keep tracking with something. So like I've been saying throughout this entire episode, if it's 20, if it's 50, if it's hundred dollars, every time you get paid, you're still moving the needle forward and doing it first just means that money is gone out of sight, out of mind. And I'm going to bet that you can probably keep going and you can probably get through missing that small sum of money. I really hope that listening to this podcast has sold you on this method and this mindset because I, like I said, attribute it to a lot of success that I have achieved. And if you're stuck for a new way of looking at your money and a new way to achieve your goals, I would absolutely encourage you to start with this system and see how easily you start achieving your goals and how easily things begin to build up in your accounts. If you liked this episode, please review it on the platform you are listening to. It will greatly help the show to grow and to help other people begin sorting out their money, navigating the world of investing and to start building long-term wealth like all of us in the Her Money's Worth community. I will talk to you next Wednesday. Have a great week. This is just a quick note to say that nothing on this podcast is financial advice and nothing said on this podcast should be used as the basis for any financial decisions relating to any financial products. I'm not a financial advisor and the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the education you need to continue doing your own research.